The gods that once ruled Proxima shaped its nations a thousand years ago in the last war. The powerful artifacts they left behind have kept peace through the balance of power between nations. But power changes, and balance is delicate. When I say dingle, you say dangle. Dingle! Dangle! Welcome to Dingles and Dangles of Dungles and Dongles podcast. I am your Dungle Master, Andre Viaplana, joined, as always, by Lex Simpson. Thank you. It's been a long time, though that makes no sense if you're listening. <laughs> Samantha Grubbs. Um, okay. And saw your way. <laughs> if you hear rain, it's because it's raining. Have you ever heard the was, rain? Was that a euphemism? It doesn't take a weatherman. To know which way the rain blows. Great start, everyone. <laughs> Hold on, I want to see where he was going with that. Previously on Dingles and Dangles, <laughs> the Dang Gang wound down from the battle at Clayborough. They interrogated Rotten Jake and discovered that the prickly pears had been employed by the ever-mysterious Cookie to capture Mendo's siblings. But his sister Rumi escaped before Cookie's knights dragged the other twin Oswaldo Hatrest off to Babylex and to an unknown fate. The party wound up letting Rotten Jake off with a warning, then turned their attention to Calvin Letterby, who warned them that he came from a very important human family in the city of Sentinel. Mendo burned him alive in Breezy's closet. <laughs> no, I burned him to death. Slight difference. <laughs> and everyone went about their day, helping the halflings and assorted monks of Clayborough recover from the battle. Polly further explored his break with the Church of the Holy Radiance, and Breva filled the party in further on how the Dragonborn people came to be exiled from their own home city of Bavilex. Sister Ember and Leaf Jim discovered that the human captain, Johan Praline, had made off with the Eternal Bellows, leaving the village defenseless against a second wave of attack from the human army. But the villagers still had their lives thanks to the party, and began organizing a convoy to seek refuge in the city of Babylex. Convoy! We got a little convoy. And there's no map showing us where to go. Correct. Um, so yeah, everyone has started to gather around town. You guys have woken up, and you see elsewhere Sister Ember is giving a speech to some of the leaders from around town. The journey through the Sovereign Desert should be about 10 days, but in times of conflict, the Sovereign Desert is known to be trickier than that. Its sands shift. Uh, I would like to warn Sister Ember about like, like the fact that there's a big, big, uh, big Jefferson starship floating around filled with angry dragons. Not imagine dragons. Sorry, just, <laughs> if we're going with a starship reference. Uh, you see that she's just broken off from giving her speech. She's still speaking with a few of the leaders, but you can get her attention if you wish. Uh, Sister Ember. Oh, yes, 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 young man. Uh, you, you probably already know this, but, uh, th there's a lot of bad stuff in that desert. There's, a there's worms, and there's, and there's bird people, and, uh, there's a big zeppelin filled with angry, angry dragons. Just thought you should know. Well, thank, thank you, Polonius. I, I do appreciate it. I, I'm aware of the dangers, but, uh. Yeah. We were averaging one terrible thing every two days while we were out there, just so you know. All right, um, someone write that down. One terrible thing every two days. We should prepare for that. You see the, um, the new intern? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh no. <laughs> Hi, what's your name? Travis. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Travis. 
<laughs> you really are the y'all are the red shirts of this society, <laughs> aren't you? I don't know what you mean. He's two faced. He's gonna be a villain. He's a surprise villain. We should kill him now and just be done. Mendo, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, what are you oh, doing? Yeah. You see, what Rumi? am I doing? I don't remember the last thing I did. Uh, you you guys have just left the Gilded Kiln. Uh, you're bunking with Rumi. Oh, that's right. Are uh, we she's on packed the- up her stuff and is loading it onto a camel. Uh, <laughs> she's got camels. I don't remember camels. <laughs> I found a camel. I told you I was resourceful. <laughs> I, that's I love the, her. Not the point. Fine. I'm just going to continue as a good family does packing in silence. Right. Um, hey, Mendo. What? Why do you smell like sulfur? <laughs> what, why don't you? Ah, that's a good point. What a point. <laughs> yeah. All right. You smell like pancake makeup and. That's well, because I ate pancakes and I just put on makeup. <laughs> I'm a multitasker. I'm resourceful. How do you think I got this camel so early in the morning? I have to multitask. I mean, that, I am impressed. I haven't seen any. I have seen a lot of weird shit out here and I haven't seen a single camel or dromedary. So I'm impressed. And I smell like sulfur. I set a lot of fires. It's okay. Don't want to talk about it. Perfect time for Layla to erupt. <laughs> just kind of off to the side. <laughs> 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 Rough go around, dudes. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, ooh, make yourself useful. Pack this. I'm going that way. I'm going to head you to the- it. <laughs> kill the kill. You get slime all over your stuff. That's fine. I don't <laughs> use most of it. As long as the slime isn't flammable, I'm safe. It's super flammable. <laughs> it makes Layla feel good to be useful. I'm hoping it's more Vaseline-y and that it kind of dampens <laughs> heat and fire. It's more like mm. uh, slime-based explosive. <laughs> Wait, I think... I think Vaseline is flammable now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, Leaf Jim, what are you up to? Uh, well, I'm a camel. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> you see uh, Rumi starts I up. wink. I wink whenever Rumi is saying, like, I d- I'm resourceful. I found it. Wink. What do you got? Wink and then iris out? Like, that's the end. <laughs> The camel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really pissed. So we need to do like a whole hour long episode talking about this fucking camel and then go to Leaf Gym at the very end. Just like, I'm a By camel. the way, where's Leaf Gym? Sam, oh my God. <laughs> Holy crap. Yes. Oh my God, that's so funny. Y'all are doing sitcom stuff in the middle of this very sad pretty great. exodus of uh, people. <laughs> you ha- uh, Leaf Gym always believes that you have to lighten up the dark situations. Uh, you see Tomlin's crying nearby. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. I was supposed to be mayor and I fucked up. I spit on him. <laughs> <laughs> I do it in a fun way, not in a pew, like I don't like you sort of way. How do you fun spit on someone? <laughs> you know. uh, give me a performance check to get that across. <laughs> okay. Who is a 16? What, what do I add to um, that? He, you see, you spit on him and he goes, that's fun. That's fun. It's <laughs> like, like, oh. like a Gilligan's Island bit. It's kind of like whenever your day is like going really shitty and then like a bird poops on you, you're like, oh, this what happened? <laughs> That's nobody ever. That's nobody ever. If your day's going really shitty and a bird poops on you, it just makes it worse. That's like, that's the Alanis Morissette song. That's the the crux of yeah. that whole song. It's bird shit when your day's already bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else before you guys head out? No, I'm just being a brat at the moment. Uh, Rumi hops up on a leaf, Jim's back, and <laughs> the convoy kicks off. You guys begin heading out into the Sovereign Desert. Uh, you see the... Dwarf and the elf 
who were at the Ember Monastery seeking out elemental fire for their respective communities are heading in opposite directions. The elf heading north, the dwarf heading south. Uh, you guys continue on. This convoy takes off into the desert. Side note, I have a bunch of shitty money, so if y'all need money for stuff. <laughs> like, I got nine plat off that rich I mean, guy, and that's like, if I'm not mistaken, that's a stupid amount of money I mean, in this world. Rumi goes, oh, can I have like five platinum? No, no, you sit on your <laughs> camel. I got a camel. Yeah, sit on it. <laughs> oh, she sits on it. Uh, as a camel, I don't really need any money, but I'm going to... Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> oh, you can't? Are you sure? I thought, what? Can they? Can talk? <laughs> Leaf Jim can't talk in her wild shape form. Oh, really? Oh, but this no. camel is like very auspiciously goes poof. <laughs> Hold on. What's, what's a, can I check to see if we realize that Leaf Jen's nowhere? Do we know she's the camel? You roll a stealth check. Everyone else roll perception. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nat 20. Oh, 12. <laughs> You you catch the camel winking at Rumi. <laughs> is is the camel like gray and covered with scars? <laughs> you know, there's a few too many scars under the fur of this camel. I also feel like I this mean, camel, uh, or just like in one of its satchels, like there's a caramel candy that falls out <laughs> at that moment. <laughs> is that what the humps are full? It's just caramel mm-hmm. humps, which mm-hmm. I believe was a Fergie song. Yeah, you catch a whiff of caramel as you mount up on the camel as well. What? Uh, so we're all on foot. This isn't like a convoy of like it's a convoy of like wagons. there's like some people on camels or some people on foot. It's cool. uh, yeah, it's a shitload of people, like probably a thousand plus that are traveling. Are there any other? I know you said the the elf and the dwarf left, but are all of these halflings? I, I'm just trying to see, like maybe as a camel, I could go eavesdrop on. Anyone that would give me some good information. All right, as a camel, um, you, you see that there are some monks talking to one another. Yeah, I want to see what um, they're doing. So they're just giving up the the bellows, right? or not the bellows, but the they they're giving up the hearth plan, right? As a camel, <laughs> I just so, I'm sorry. Can, I just this is the most leaf gem thing that's happened so far. Because <laughs> like, how do you sneak up and like listen to people? Camel stealth. Mm, yes. Uh, as a camel, you. Um, Splinter cell your way up to some uh, uh, some of these monks. You see a tabaxi and an aracocra. One is in the back of a cart uh, that's filled with a bunch of bricks, and the other one is on the camel that's pulling it. And you see they're having a conversation. You pull up alongside, and they say, Are you sure it was the, the right thing to take down the hearth? I mean, it's been there for over a thousand years. It doesn't seem like... I don't know if they're going to accept us when we get there. The um, tabaxi responds, if they turn us back, we'll find another way. We have to trust Sister Ember. She's never led us astray before. I just want to point out that we could sell Gem Gem for 50 gold right now. Oh my God. (laughs) This is what you're doing with your time. (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm looking things up. How much do you uh, think I would go for? Like, uh, not as a camel. Not much. You're just a dried up old. Uh, Oh my gosh. What's the uh, gold to platinum <laughs> transition? What's the money? Um, each platinum is worth ten gold. Okay, cool. I would love some some potions, some some lotions and notions. Some of that helisporin. I'm trying to find. Is there anybody who's gonna sell something like that? Yeah, the monks uh, were potion makers, so you, 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 there's definitely some inventory. All right, uh, uh, I uh, I go up to the same monks. Uh, Jim Jim's there, and I'm just like, "Hey guys, <laughs> can I buy some uh, can I buy some potions?" <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here, I, I think, and the one in the cart, the Arakokra, uh, pulls up out a satchel. He's like, yeah, we, we, we managed to save some that we didn't use in after the battle. I'll take them. <laughs> Ooh, what do you want? Uh, we have potions of fire resistance and potions of health. Health. Give me some health. Uh, we, I have three of those. Uh, they're 50 gold each. I'll take one. <laughs> uh, he throws you a potion. It's super hot from the sun. Uh, just a glass bottle. It's like a Gatorade, you know? It's like it's hot, but it somehow tastes better, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, pickle everyone juice. Knows, everyone loves a hot Gatorade. I love a hot Gatorade. Thanks to our sponsor, Hot Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> For when it's cold, Hot Gatorade. Uh, use the code DINGDANG for 20% off your next purchase of hot do, Gatorade. Do you like your Gatorade to taste like it's already been through a human mm-hmm. person? Try hot Gatorade. <laughs> now in yellow and dark yellow. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, um, you get a, a bottle of piss-colored health potions. This is how they make the potions, right? I'm gonna buy one of those too. <laughs> That's what sold you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna do that earlier, but now that they're pee, I totally... <laughs> now I'll take two. <laughs> I've got a stupid amount of money. Does anyone want some? <laughs> I don't know where I got half of this money, but it wrote Nintendo it did all the looting. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, because like they don't know how yet. They're so young. Um, yeah, Mendo, you buy a couple health potions as well. A couple piss bottles get thrown your way. <laughs> I'll buy I just the one. I'm not going to buy both. Just, oh, just one. Uh, he takes one piss bottle back. <laughs> Sorry, I just... Do you want to get one for Jim Jim? What, what's the stats on that? What does it give you? I think it's like 2d4 plus 3... HP or something like that. Yeah, you guys uh, have a lot of stuff in your inventory. You have those, like, that smoke bomb you never used. You have, like, <laughs> the, the potion of fire resistance that you didn't use against the fire guys. I have two daggers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> really cool. And a crowbar. I need armor. I really want to... There's tanners and stuff if you want, like, leather armor. Ooh, I have leather. I need to find some studs. Are there sexy leather armor? <laughs> there will be studded leather. Some assless chaps. That's what I'm doing. You can get some studs. Actually, that's uh, what I'm doing. I'm scoping out these halflings to see if anybody swings my way. <laughs> you try to fuck a halfling. Uh, let's do this separately. So first, Mendo, your armor hunt, because that's arguably more important. The halflings of Clayborough, um, they use their kilns in the elemental fire of the Ember Monastery to make, like, really strong ceramics. So Oh, sweet. Uh, the studs in there would be, like, ceramic plates. Oh, that's so cool. I like that even more. I'm, I'm down with, like, supporting local halfling artisans. <laughs> Um, they're not very good with leather, though. So this one halfling holds up this set of like really ugly beige leather, perfectly studded, wonderful armor, but it's super ugly. That's what over shirts and stuff are made for. <laughs> I wear robes and stuff over it. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> right, it'll be market price for studded leather. Studded is 45 gold and I full ma- full decks. Cool. I'm down. Uh, he goes over. He uses that money. He goes over and buys a piss bottle, <laughs> <laughs> which means my IC is now 14. Suck it. Anything else, guys? Can I roll? To, can I roll yeah. to oh, see? Yeah. yeah, sorry, Polly's trying to fuck somebody. You know, I'm looking. I'm looking for 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 studs. Can I roll to find studs? Roll for studs. Roll for studs. Oh, hey, I already had studded. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Great. Cool. But now you have uglier studded armor. If Leaf Jim was able to speak, she would. She would have asked you, "Do you really need this right now? Are you sure you don't have one already like it?" <laughs> I didn't know you could start with studded. I think you might have bought it. You know. Uh, Really? When? Ah, uh, you know what? Maybe with your starter gold, like before we started the campaign. All right, fuck it. You know what? Instead of all of this shit, I'm just hanging out and I'm bonding with my dumb little sister. All right, how are you doing that? Uh, poorly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, am I proficient at finding studs? Uh, yeah, you can add your proficiency bonus to that. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a nine. Uh, nine. You know, it's kind of a small town. You know, there's like a couple of hunks, but not really so many studs. Gosh dang it! You know, I thought that the math was in my favor. A thousand people, a hundred fifty. At least some of them had to be my age, but you know, they all leave. They all go to the bigger cities. You know, uh, you see the Smith's Apprentice, like this kind of. There's a little. There's a little bit of a thicker halfling. Is uh, <laughs> ooh. That's that's wearing a. <laughs> he's stunning. a halfling vertically, but a, a doubling sideways. Ooh, I'm kind of stud higher on the level than hunk. I mean, it's just it's lateral, you know. It's you know, hunks are just different. I was gonna say, I felt like hunk is slightly better than stud. Hunks. This is like a like a like a working class hunk rather than like a pretty boy stud. <laughs> yeah, it's different strokes for different folks, Lex. I, I'm just trying to learn, okay? I rolled a two. I'm not very attracted to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you know, he, he, he's he got, like, good arms, but, like, his nose is a little fucked up. I feel attacked. See, <laughs> <laughs> for those of you at home. <laughs> Lex has huge arms and I'm even bigger nose. Hey! <laughs> I mean, I work... I work them both out equally. So. Lex works his body out to match the size of his nose. <laughs> yeah, you can't even tell that the right one's smaller. I mean, oh. The right nose? <laughs> the right, the right nose. nostril. <laughs> See, this is why you shouldn't use creatine, kids. Make sure nose uh, Anyway, yeah, you, uh, you get turned off by a hunk. I do snort creatine. <laughs> and uh, a few days oh, pass. I'm no longer a camel. This sucks. <laughs> I'm specifically to find other like uh, other dudes of the persuasion. I'm like quietly singing them. Um, That's gossip. Babel X. Battle for your life. Babel X. The lady, uh, there's Lady Gaga in this universe. I'm just I want everybody to know. Polly sings Lady Gaga, <laughs> and you guys journey uh, for a number of days. Five days into your journey, you guys are heading straight east. If you were traveling to uh, the Oasis, you might have been there by now, but you guys are heading to Babalex, and that's much farther in the desert. You come across um, these salt flats, this like really flat, cracked earth. If you had to do south for like a week, you would get to the Blasted Lands, which is the area of the desert that's just north of your home of Cecia, the cockroach city, and the fissure that it resides in. Ooh, that's a, that, that's a scary place right there. Yeah, staring across the salt flats, you can kind of get a sense of home. Has uh, has Leaf Jim, is she familiar with those parts as well in her travels? Go ahead and, hmm. Um, do you think she would have? Uh, it's a pretty uh, insular community, so you may have been in the area, but probably not in the city itself. No, but like the, what did you call them? The, the blasted, blasted lands? lands? Yeah, it's like this, it's probably an area that travelers avoid if you aren't looking for something specific because it's extremely unhealthy to be there there's probably not not many uh elementals right not too much water or earth or animals no there's it's almost completely devoid of life that isn't mutated uh the or, or twisted as twisted yeah holly's community calls it uh it's the there was a huge explosion at the city of Cecia, where Polly is from, a thousand years ago. And uh, the surrounding area, the blasted lands, are essentially like nuclear fallout lands uh, where creatures get turned into all kinds of different aberrant beings. It's uh, it's pretty in its own way, <laughs> aren't we all? It's not. I, I, I look over to Rumi and I say, 
I once met a glassblower who had three eyes after visiting that place. Did he make one out of glass? or? I, I don't think so. I think he got it from being around the land. So we're, we are on the salt flats now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Leafton, can you turn into a camel again? I don't like carrying my backpack. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm assuming that we're taking a bunch of short and long rests here. So I have an unlimited amount of... Uh, yeah, you can wild shape like crazy. Turn back into a camel. <laughs> uh, uh, and this time I have two humps so two people can sit on me. Is that a dromedary? Yeah. I always mix. Uh, I'm looking down and I'm seeing that like, I'm looking especially like chitinous right now. Like it's palpable that like, my my hands are a little bit more uh, uh, thick and coarse. You know that weird way that cockroaches are greasy. Ugh. Oh, that's a that's I needed that. <laughs> you guys see Polly get a little greasier as you <laughs> look wistfully to the south. I do want to say, as why am I so? I need to turn off my stupid camera. This I'm getting blurry. Sorry, hold on. Uh, wow. Let's just put on a beauty filter. It looks like the first uh, first season of Drag Race right it now. It shrinks your nose it- and grows your arms. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say just for flavor that like Mendo's definitely getting like more sunken around the eyes, a little bit ashen looking and just kind of kind of sithy, but not super duper yet. I just had the same sunburn that I've always had. Yeah, uh, Mendo out out here as you're getting further from like, you know, the monastery and the oasis, like all these places that have temples that have holy lands uh you're starting to feel like the fire inside you is kind of seeping out a little bit for sure mm-hmm. uh you okay mendo i'm fine i'm everything <clears throat> should drink some water i drink plenty of water with a tinge of slime which i'm telling myself is <laughs> hydrating because otherwise it's like LaCroix, my dude. It's just a little bit of flavor. Yeah, it's just it's <laughs> fine. Essence of Layla. God damn it. Well, this guy knows what I'm talking about. He's greasy as hell. <laughs> I give her a little high five. <laughs> it's very wet. Oh, but I'm also I get her yeah. wet and she gets me wet. You <laughs> exchange you got your you got your grease in my slime. You got your slime in my grease. It's delicious. <laughs> you know, I I made a pact with a devil apparently, and that still not sure that's the worst decision I've made. Hey man, I made a pact with the devil too, you know. Did you what? Yeah, why do you think I'm in service? I, you think I just want to do this? <laughs> I figure you're like created. You you made. No, your- I'm like that was like a person, man. What did you? Oh, oh God! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you get in exchange? You know what? I don't want to know because I don't want to think of you as a person. I I unsummon her and summon her back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you summon? And summon her back. I, it's right now. She's <laughs> my only. Yeah. <laughs> You're only sticking to her as you're familiar. She's my favorite at the moment, so. You, you want to roll it? Maybe uh, give one of the others a try? I've never gotten the little pixie, but I, now I don't want to. <laughs> Number one is the. Is it Nicholas? Stupid illegal version of Adobe Reader doesn't let me make bookmarks. That's right. Don't steal software, kids. <laughs> well, it's not. It's the free version, but. That's right. Um, Don't use the free version, kids. kids. Also, if you're a child listening to this, what the fuck? Yeah, what the hell? Oh, what the fuck, you stupid child? Go to bed. <laughs> you just like go to bed, Sam. It's a school night. <laughs> uh, the first one is Imp. It's Ivan. That's what I thought. Hey, boss. I need to just write this down. <laughs> hey, oh, he's back. What? What? So it's Imp. Ah. Dragonling. Is it Imp? 
Dragon Wing. It's Imp Pseudo Dragon Quasit Sprite. Okay, good. Yeah. And I've never gotten the goddamn Sprite. When you guys stop for like a, a water break, uh, Mendo does this little ritual. <laughs> uh, what would you, what do you do for your ritual, Mendo? My entire ritual? Uh, light fires that look like they should be on candles, but are not on candles. And just kind of like draw a thing. Many pentagrams kind of go around and he kind of raises out like from what looks like liquid, like magma effectively yeah magma circle appears in the ground and you see um like reverse terminator <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, a, th- a thumb a thumb always comes out <laughs> uh, and uh ivan comes out yeah boss i who, knew you'd pick me eventually who is wearing a tiny leather jacket i just want to point it's out. me ivan i got my little leather jacket on i love it oh i love this canon now ivan has a little leather jacket oh i, I love <laughs> well, it I remember last time we spoke i was getting into some reading materials <laughs> oh no <laughs> i don't it's been a long time and i try not to pay attention to you guys oh no mm. well i've moved on to youtube videos i'm into the intellectual dark web now <laughs> oh, okay. oh God. you know ben shapiro jordan peterson and the like God almighty just watch my stuff and don't talk to my little sister <laughs> all right <laughs> deal <laughs> oh what's his name uh this is ivan ivan uh, me and Ivan talk shop. We're walking and we're talking. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he plants a lot of ideas in Polly's head. Yeah, uh, I really like free free exchange of ideas. He just <laughs> drops ad hominem after ad, ad yeah. hominem. You're right. I I don't know that these are straw man arguments, and they're very compelling to me right now. <laughs> anyway, want to sell your soul? Uh, I'll think about it. You know, I you never know what's actually true. You know, devil might be good. You don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought you used to be more like gangster. It doesn't matter. He's, got, he's still got his little leather jacket on. Yeah, I guess I was uh, a little more <laughs> New York gangster type, I suppose, beforehand. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. Eh, anyway, I'm a devil now. That's fine. <laughs> we all grow and change. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, DM Andre, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Did, have, have we? Did we level up? You leveled up. Y'all are level five. That's good <laughs> to know. We were, we were walking so much. We we got our steps in. It's like a Pokemon, you know. What? An egg, a Pokemon egg. Pokemon come in eggs now? What? Yeah. And then you walk and you walk some more and then they and then they pop out eventually. I'm the farther away you get from Gen 1, the less I know anything about Pokemon. I figured you just find them in the tall grass, beat them until they join you. I mean that's still the same. Alright, you guys are just now leaving the salt flats. Uh you're a couple days further into your journey at this point. Hmm. So uh, Yes, go ahead. I have I have a point of order. Um <laughs> The, uh, the this uh this whole time as we've been walking through the salt flats, I've just been getting like progressively cockroachier, uh, just like passively. Like I'm generally very person looking, but lately, just a little bit more, like one degree in the other direction. Uh, and as we're starting to like leave the salt flats, I'm like feeling heavy, like hundreds of pounds on my back, heavy, like uh uh. Generally, the radiance is something that's supposed to be like uplifting me, making me feel real good about myself, a real happy little boy. Uh, <laughs> but now it's uh, I can tell that that energy is pounding down on me. Like I'm not supposed to leave the salt flats yet. Yeah, I would even say you might even feel a certain sense of negative energy coming out of like from the direction of the south kind of weighing down on you. Like the, the weight of the church is itself weighing down on you. Mm-hmm. Oh, social commentary. Yeah, <laughs> we're good at it, guys. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna break off from the from the convoy and, and go walk around a little bit on the on the salt. All right, uh, you walk around the salt for a little bit. Mm. 
some of the dust from the south has definitely blown up here in the past. Uh, so you get a little sense of home. Uh, I don't know if that's positive or negative for you. Uh, <laughs> it feels it feels um like something. How about that? Maybe not good. It's a feeling. And I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna start praying. But uh, what I don't really realize at the time is that the prayer that's coming to my lips right now is uh, the find steed spell. <laughs> uh, wonderful. You uh, whisper some cockroachy words. Skitter, skitter. Uh, <laughs> uh, your cockroach pal joins you. Uh, yep. Oh, he's got his little. He's got his little. His little. Uh, little arms up. Yeah, Twinkie has his arms up in tiny, tiny prayer, <laughs> and uh, it goes skitter, 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 skitter. The holy tiny, words. Tiny prayer. Um, and you use find steed. You see, uh, like a mirage at the edge of your vision, a silhouette appears. As you see, this uh, bovine is kicking <laughs> up <laughs> dirt behind itself. Oh, I am so excited. Okay. Uh, and, and you see it's like it's got this like little hazy cloud behind it as it moves towards you. And as it comes out of silhouette and enters into your uh, actual vision, you see a, a big two-headed cow emerges from the desert heat. Can, can I say that I see one head and I'm like, I'm going to make eye contact and then I see four eyes. <laughs> yeah, it turns suddenly. And you, see, you make... You, you you don't know where to look. Um, <laughs> the middle two eyes seem appropriate. I'm looking at this cow, and obviously I'm I'm gauging that this is uh, a little strange. Every cow that I've ever seen has had one head, but uh, this one, <laughs> even though this one seems a little strange, it also seems a little bit uh, familiar, a little bit like a like a like like normal for me, you know. It, it runs right up on you, and you feel two tongues lick either of your cheeks. Ah, uh, I. I have a name for this cow, if I may talk about it. You can name this cow. Uh, I'm looking it in the eye, and uh, wouldn't you know, it's a one head's a lady cow, and one head's a a, a man cow. A bull, yeah. It's a real cat dog situation. Uh, That's on opposite ends. Yeah. I didn't see where the heads were. Oh, no, it's that kind of cow? Oh, it's not that kind of cow, no. Uh... <laughs> uh yeah, uh, I did a lot of research on this one. I'm naming um, the lady cow. She seems a little bit off. Her name is Strangeness, and the boy cow seems a little gentlemanly, and his name is Charm. Uh, that is a deep-cut physics joke for all you kids at home. Look it up. Got nothing. Moo. <laughs> uh, was that the boy cow or the lady cow? Simultaneous. And uh, as I, uh, uh, two arms out, petting each head, uh, I feel the weight lift off, almost weightlessness, and I climb up on the back of that cow. I start riding it back to the convoy. You head back to the convoy with strangeness and charm. <laughs> Eventually, you guys do make it out of the salt flats, and uh, it's still dry, cracked earth. But ahead of you, you see an amazing sight. Pink, yellow, and white flowers blossoming through the cracks in the dry earth. Leaf Jim, this is the most vegetation you've seen out here in the desert, save for the oasis that y'all traveled through. I eat it. <laughs> you graze at the grass <laughs> at the flowers and grass uh, they are moist the cows do too <laughs> charm eats the grass strangeness does not strangeness filled up earlier uh, <laughs> uh, but leaf jim you bond a little bit with strangeness and charm as y'all uh, eat your fill of these delicious flowers they're full of moisture and nourish you well you see a, a little bit further out into the desert there's a lone boulder with a, a cairn on it that's a Stack of rocks for all you city folk. <laughs> uh, you know that cairns, these like rock stacks that, you know, trailblazers, climbers, hikers leave 
uh, they are actually of great significance in the Druidic language, which you speak. It's a, it's a language of symbols as much as it is a language of words. But yeah, you see this cairn on this boulder. Hmm. Can I roll to see if I can uh, translate it or decipher it? Yeah, give me, um, just give me a wisdom check since that's your spellcasting modifier. It's a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> nat one. Oh, so I guess a five. <laughs> I could roll again and we could pretend like that didn't happen. Absolutely abject coincidence. Uh, uh, yep, someone made a rock stack. It's pretty weird. Cool. Can I can I look at the rock stack? Can I arcana uh, just the yeah. flowers? I'll say Is just it- pass, passive perception, though. Uh, even Leaf Gem Polly Mendo, you do notice that um, the cairn is incomplete that there is a rock off to the side mm-hmm. that hasn't been stacked who wants to do it i mean you go nuts can i are kind of the flowers are those natural flowers around here that seems odd um you can give me a it. nature check certainly uh, i got none of that but let's go for it you can rock arcana if you'd like to see if, uh, just uh, get a, get a sniff for magic on it's a three so it doesn't matter which one you pick uh, uh as you go to inspect it uh <laughs> strangeness takes a big old bite yeah <laughs> oh, there we go that's my girl cool. <laughs> uh, can I, uh, I would like to do some sort of check to make sure that putting this rock on this cairn isn't going to, like, explode everybody or something. <laughs> um, explain, I guess you can give me, like, a raw insight check just to get an intuition about it. Okay, uh. But you'd have to roll crazy high to, like, you know, know what would happen if you stack a rock. Uh, is it an insight check? Is that what you said? Yeah, you can just give it a general, it's a, we'll call it a feeling check, an insight check. Uh, that'll be a 18. Hmm. Um, raw feeling, you know, you, you get a little bit, a, a little bit of your, your glow inside you when you get closer to this thing. Ooh, this is a, this is a pretty stack of rocks. I'm going to take that other rock. And I'm going to put it right on top. You plop it right on top and you see the flowers start blooming further and further out. Like mm-hmm. radius of the flowers expands as more flowers bloom further into the desert. And all of you and the entire convoy sees the air shimmering just maybe 50 feet away from you to the right. Uh, Like a mirage is dispelling in front of your very eyes. Uh, The air shimmers and bends in front of you, and you now see a gargantuan tortoise standing before you, far larger than the ones you encountered previously. It has red skin, a brown shell, and a huge pair of Ray-Ban wayfarers over its eyes. Yeah! Its back is maybe half a mile in diameter. Damn. You see, it says, what's up, my dudes? <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Does Leaf Jim know this tortoise? <laughs> uh, Leaf Jim, you know this tortoise. Uh, oh, damn. Uh, you know that this tortoise is the Lithander tortoise. Uh, his name is Rudy, and he is, he is the patron of the Druids of the Sun, mm. your sister circle. Oh, so they're like, they're like friends. They're not. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Druids are friendly. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I change back into my gnome form and I go, Rudy, Rudy, is that, is that you? It's Sorry, me. Leaf Gem Grenzire. Bring it in, girl. Ah, yes. What's up, my dude? What's up, my dudes? It like shakes the earth. All of the flowers get <laughs> Mendo stares from away. Leaf Gem to the turtle to the turtle to Leaf Gem. It's just <laughs> the turtle is the size of a town. <laughs> <laughs> just a big swig of his fucking whatever jug of alcohol he had at, on hand. It's like that cookie sold you that alcohol, by the way, Mendo. <laughs> what? Cookie sold you that alcohol. 
What are you going to do? <laughs> I like what you've done with the place. <laughs> thanks. I have some new additions. Thanks to the folks on the back. And you see a silhouette of a half elf, uh, big pointy ears, uh, pops up over the top of the tortoise's head. <laughs> What's shaking, fair travelers? <laughs> uh, I Hello. Say- why don't y'all come on up? Maybe take a dip. Come on. A dip. Oh, I'm up there. I'm up there in a flash. You know, I'd like to talk for a while. I've been keeping a lot of my thoughts to myself lately, and it's not like me, so I'd love to come up for a chat. No worries. No worries. Y'all roll up topside. Do uh, I know this? Does Leaf Jim know this person? Uh, You don't know this half-elf, no. Oh. Uh, can uh. I try and do, like, an impressive athletics maneuver to get up to impress this half-elf man? Yeah. Yeah, give me an athletic chick. Okay. I'm going to take a moment while he's doing this to see if the caravan is A, flipping their shit, or B, just moving on. Uh, the convoy is <laughs> uh, has fully stopped. What did I say? Uh, <laughs> you said caravan. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you can give me a, a perception or insight check as you take a, take a look around. <laughs> Seven. Yeah, I mean, you get a good look around and it seems like people are kind of in awe of this that's fair. That is, is all you can get. But you do notice. Uh, actually, I'm going to roll a little stealth check here. Uh, <laughs> she rolled very poorly. You see Rumi has taken off towards the turtle already. <laughs> That's. <laughs> and you see people start kind of walking towards it. This huge, like, palm leaf, seemingly not connected to anything, descends and floats down into the sand. And y'all, uh, wait, Polly, what do you roll in that athle- athletics? Uh, I would just like to throw out that I fully Billy Jean kinged up there with a 23. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You, you guys see Polly is just free climbing the side of this turtle. He's like, all right, little dude, do your thing. <laughs> There's an elevator, though. <laughs> I'm pommel horsing up, like definitely flippy dipping up. And then I land, stick the landing, and then I, uh, I, I shoot a little wink to the half off guy. Righteous. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely righteous. Mm-hmm. I step upon the frond, the palm frond to elevator. <laughs> uh, y'all do. So do um, a bunch more fronds descend and a whole bunch of the more trusting of the halflings of Clayborough and the monks start ascending up with Come you Come on, Mindo. It's, it's fun. I know Rudy. He's uh, not going anywhere fast. What? He, well, that. but where's he going? Do you know anything about this <laughs> tortoise? It's fine. You can always jump off if you're not having fun. But it might help you. These guys know how to relax. Absolutely no worries, dude. So you guys uh, hop on this frond and it crests over the edge of the turtle's back. You see uh, an idyllic village is occupying the turtle's back. There's a lazy river that runs around the edge of the back uh, nice. with a few elves floating in it and big coconut shells. You see. There's some orcs playing volleyball with some halflings and going super easy on them, as well as some turtles and dragonborn baking in the sun. A few hum- humans and gnomes are milking some dire goats close to the center where a huge palm tree juts out of the turtle shell. And you see the um, fronds after you step off them uh, float back up and uh, reattach to the palm. Wow. I don't trust this. I trust this fully. <laughs> the half elf walks up to you guys like, what is absolutely going on with you guys? Why are you all marching across the desert with like freaking a thousand people? This is wild. Well, uh, I'm Leaf Jim, uh, Grinzire, Druid of the Moon. Oh, my bad. I'm being rude as hell. My name's Celesti, Crisp Leaf. Uh, you can call me Sal. Hi, Sal. Hi, Sal. It's very nice to meet you, young man. Hi, Sal. 
Is this, <laughs> are these the Clayboro halflings? What's going on? Yeah, so a terrible thing happened in Clearboro, and, and also a terrible thing happened in High Harvest before that, where I'm from. You see, uh, just fire elemental cultist, and then some humans from the Humane Confederation are just coming around and really messing with the, the groove of things, man. <laughs> that sounds like an extreme bummer. It's a very extreme bummer. Whoa. In fact, I... I, I the biggest bummer is I, I lost my dearly beloved husband, Figus Bilver. Shit. That, that freaking super sucks, dude. I know. So, and these poor people were forced out of their homes, the elemental hearth, where the bellows were stolen, and now they're just trying to get to Babylex and, you know, start a new life. Where did you come from? How did, <laughs> why did rock? Oh, oh, yeah. Check this. Check this. So, um, so uh, Rudy here, Lathander is the morning lord. Bless the morning lord, praise the sun. <laughs> Religion check. What? What? Praise, pra- praise the sun, hail the moon, yes. Praise the sun, hail the moon. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, sister. <laughs> Hold on. Religion check. What the hell is a what? Go Ooh, for it. 18. Um, you know that Lathander is a lesser god of the sun, uh, lesser than Pelor, who is the actual god of the sun. He's known as the morning lord, and he's all about good times. He's all about connections, fresh starts, and just taking on the new day. Hawaiian shirts and sunglasses on a... Absolutely. And you know that these uh, uh, sun druids, these are kind of the, um, you know, as far as druids go, these are kind of the, kind of not the most important ones because most druids protect forests and stuff like that. These guys yeah. kind of just hang out in the desert and chill. Uh, but you know that they're, they're pretty harmless as far as what you know about their religion and stuff. Um, All right. It goes... So hell yeah, praise Lathander. He sent us down Rudy like a million friggin' generations ago. And Rudy can just roll us around the desert. He can turn invisible so that people don't like fuck with us or whatever. And we can just fucking chill and fucking drink some fucking goat milk. You want some fucking goat milk, dude? I would like some some goat milk. I would like some totally fine. (laughs) Goat milk all around then. (laughs) Uh, He, he, a bunch of uh, uh, jars of goat milk get uh, brought to y'all. Uh, this guy is so okay. cool. Polly is like, like, like in amazement of somebody who is another religious practicer, but who is like so cool. Oh, what's going on with you, dude? You like um, permanently sunburned? It looks like. Yeah, you know. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, everyone that you see in sight has, is perfectly tanned. <laughs> oh. I'm just ima- imagining them as like Australians. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So you're telling me that you don't have like, like, like stressful social structure or what? like judgmentalism defining what? all your actions? Dude, I haven't heard those words in so long. I've forgotten what they freaking mean. Is this where we lose Polly? Is Polly just gonna? Oh, <laughs> uh... you good, dude? You're Polly, right? Polly. Speaking of uh, Sal, do you happen to have any of that sunleaf? Sunleaf. Oh, you want to get down on the sunleaf? Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, he passes you a joint. I uh, haven't had any in hundreds of years. You can't find it in High Harvest. He pulls out a fat joint and passes it to you. <laughs> oh. I'm, do- I'm doing that thing where you're uh, you're real young at the party and you don't want to be like, hey, can I, hey. Hey, man, you don't have to do anything you don't want to, man. It's, that's uh. a freaking morning lore. Do as thou will. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to imply that I'm cool enough to be handed it, but also like wanting to be... Like having no idea how to. Uh, Leaf Jim shows him how. What you do is you take a, a shiny coin 
You point it up at the sun, and it reflects upon this paper, and it starts a small flame. Oh, shit, she's a friggin' pro, dude. <laughs> and then you inhale the smoke. I stick it up one of my nostrils. <laughs> oh, shit. The classic nausea rip. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. Oh, and it all but takes a couple minutes for you to feel easy peasy. Man, I fucking knew you moon sisters were fucking chill as shit, man. <laughs> you bet. Hell yeah, we don't get y'all down here enough, let me tell you. Mendo, is Mendo on the tortoise? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I ended up with you, jerks. I, I pass it to Mendo. You don't have to, my boy. It's it's fine, but I think it might help you relax. We got fermented goat milk too, man, if that's your, like, fucking vibe. <laughs> Looks down at his chunky milk. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like kombucha? <laughs> How'd you know? We put kombucha in the friggin' goat milk. That's how we did it. <laughs> uh, oh, I, am, I am trying to smoke it, and I smoke way too much while also going, I don't feel anything. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> well, maybe just pass that, dude. Maybe just pass no, that. No, I mean. I'll blaze it up by... By, like, flicking his thumb and just lighting it with that. You know, I've heard that it doesn't work on some people, and I think I might be one of those guys, you You're know? fucking totally not, dude. Give me a constitution <laughs> saving throw, Molly. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, that's an eight. Uh, you freak out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and for lack of a better term, you bug out a little bit. Uh, I am like, Seems uh, like the appropriate term. where am I? Is, is, is there turtle police here? Where are the, there's turtle police? No, dude, there's no freaking dude. We don't, we definitely do not have fucking cops here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Leaf Jim, Leaf Jim, uh, uh, cradles Polly, who is much larger than her, and her arms. Shh, shh, next time no, I no. see my mom, she's gonna know. My mom's gonna know next time I see her. I won't tell your mother. Leaf Jim, you're absolutely chill as hell, man. Like, all the moon druids that come out here are, like, fucking chill as shit. Let me just say that. Like, like we had one, like, I don't know, like, a few months back, rolled through. Looked a little bit like you, actually. Just, like, absolutely chill as hell. Did the nausea rip. Like, huh. double nausea rip. I'm not even friggin' joking. Wow. Oh, ha look like me, you say? Yeah. I hate these guys. I hate them all. I'm saying this under my breath. I I'm sorry. Uh, Sal, it do you mean like a gnome or, or just... Yeah, uh, like a gnome. Yeah, for sure. Did she tell you her name? She said her name was uh, Mary Jo, but she wanted to go by White Fang. Ah, uh, yes. That would be Mary Jo Appleseed. Oh, she went by White Fang. It's weird that she changed it from Appleseed. <laughs> Maybe like to seem cool or something? I don't know. Uh, that's that's my daughter. You guys know nothing about trying to do things to be cool. That's your freaking daughter, dude? Dude, she was freaking badass. Oh, well, you know, I, I, it's funny you mentioned that. It's just uh, I haven't seen her in a while. Uh, I, you know, I, I actually left the Circle of the Moon for a while. I settled down, uh, at, you know, had a child, and that, it just wasn't for me anymore. And then, well, you know, uh, the fire elemental cultist burned down my town, so I was seeking revenge, and yeah. Does she know? Oh, I, I know. I, she was coming through here on, like, assignment from the Circle of the Moon. Maybe. Did she say where she was going? Well, she was heading to some to like wherever the information led her. She was pretty vague about it, but like I, I know she was going to the Astral Hall to like talk to some wizards uh, at the Astral Hall in Babylex, and from there they were gonna like give her some intel that she needed, I guess. And then she was gonna go into like humane Confederation territory. What? Not really my bag. I'm more of a hangout kind of guy than a 
you know, dangerous missions kind of guy. Yeah, I could tell by your puka shell necklace there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for noticing, dude. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Do you guys have booze here that's not coconut flavored? Again, we have we have fermented goat milk, dude. Yeah, okay, I'll take some. Fuck yeah, dude. So, uh, how long ago was this? I don't mean to ask too many questions, but how how long ago did you you see her? Shit, man, that was probably like a month or two. Okay. Well. Yeah, probably like yeah, like two months ago. Uh, I scream, I can't breathe, and then I lay on hands myself for twenty five hit points. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to fucking chill, dude. Just like fucking take a dip or some shit. Like, I'm like. Over. Fully at full HP, but I have touched myself, and I've said, "Okay, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go," and then I go jump in the what? jump in the water. <laughs> All right, whatever, dude. Oh, d- don't mind him. You know. Uh... Well, no, mind him. Mind him a little bit. Paul, you jump in the lazy river, and you see it splashes one of the dire goats, which kind of freaks out, and they they kind of climb along the like you know how goats can climb like really steep stuff. Mm-hmm. They're kind mm-hmm. of chilling on the side of the um the shell. But one of them gets sprayed by your jump into the river and it takes a tumble and lands in the sand at the base of the turtle. And you see suddenly a group of gnolls, uh, these hyena men, mm-hmm. burst over the dune nearby and they take the sled down uh, super fast. This is all happening. What? They grab the goat and just take off. Oh, oh. Can I roll to know that actually happened? Yeah, I, I Leaf Jim is also like. Yeah, give me perception. Is that normal? Is that Leaf Jim also thinks she's saying this? You see, Sal goes, "Oh, fucking bummer, dude! Fucking Noel's got one of the goats, dude." Oh, it was, it was a ten, but it actually happened. That was not a hallucination. <laughs> yeah, that fucking happened, dude. That sucks, dude. Don't feel bad about it. It's fucking. Oh, I'm, I'm sinking sorry. deeper into the water. I'm like, I killed that goat. I I made him visible, and no. then I and then I pushed him off the side. And now, okay, and now he's Polly. dead. He's dead all because of me. And then two Polly. minutes later, I forget all about it. You see the gnolls <laughs> uh, take him to the top of a nearby dune, and they turn it upside down and just start cutting it Ugh. into it. Viscera, ripping it out, covering themselves in the viscera, rolling around in it, and drawing strange symbols in the sand. Oh, for God! How are there weird? How are there magic gnolls? I mean, how are there gnolls on a magic? Toward it, I just, oh, no, dude, they they like friggin' dude. They have like noses like friggin' hyenas, dude. <laughs> they don't find halflings appetizing, do they? I mean, they for sure would totally take out a halfling, but um, just because there's still people, I'm sure, from the convoy uh, that are that uh, way too many of them. They're not going to go for that. They go for the easy pickings. Uh, all right. Well, I feel I feel a bit easier. I do another uh, another puff. But hey, man, you know, their God, their God, you know, our God is chill as hell and sends us a cool turtle. Their God's not chill as hell, makes them sacrifice stuff for favor. Uh, And we're all just trying to survive out here. So, you know, I get it. This is a lot for me to process, especially at this point. And so I'm just going to I'm just going to sit in the water and kind of um, go into a fugue state for a little bit. Yeah, dude, just chill. So uh, Sal, Sally boy, um, Sally. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a girl's name. What? Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, what? Where are you guys heading? Just going with the going with the flow, or any? I mean, you know us, sister. We're just like rocking it. <laughs> New morning every day. We decide what direction to take. But uh, have you been to Babalex lately? Uh, Babalex? No, haven't been there in friggin' ages, dude. They do not like folks. Like, I mean, it's hard to get Rudy through those mountains, you know. True. True. But if you want us to like take mm-hmm. y'all there, we could get there like way faster. I mean, you guys are like. 
no offense, you're heading in kind of like the frigging wrong direction. I, I know oh. this, it gets uh-huh. weird, but you got to really know the sun to to get around in in these parts, especially lately. It's been a little little been a little wonky in these sands. Wonky, yeah. Well, we would. I'm sure we would appreciate your your guidance as you know these these lands a lot more. Uh, let me talk to to Sister Ember and see if she's down. Yeah, Sister Ember's uh, gotten into an intense volleyball game with those orcs. <laughs> That's rad as goes, fuck. I will destroy you. You should probably <laughs> just take us while we're all here. Where'd that camel go? Yeah, is, have- is everyone on the tortoise? Uh, yeah, the, um, the vast majority are, uh, there's a, a bunch, there's some folks that are uh, a little hesitant, but Sister Ember goes, it's cool, guys, and calls down. And you see even, like, the, the, the carts and the camels are getting brought up by these huge fronds. Yes. Um. Very nice. There's plenty of room. Strangeness and uh, Charm have gotten into the water with me, and I'm feeling a lot more calm. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually like, I this find is- a lay and I put it on. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're everywhere. <laughs> I put one on Mendo. It bursts into flames. <laughs> I'm going to huck fire, not fireballs, but I'm going to huck Eldritch Bolts at those fucking knolls just to keep them away. Dude, you don't need to fucking kill people. Well, well, Mendo, that's not cool. These guys aren't, they're not into the fighting, man. But they're, just they're, be cool. You don't, it's cool until they carry one of us off the gnolls can't get on the tortoise i mean yeah that's true it is cool until they carry one of you off so make sure they don't come back don't you know uh, dude we're got we're good man we got friggin rudy dude yeah but he's too big to play football what (laughs) god gosh lex no i know what you're doing i know what joke you're telling right now fine i'm gonna find a corner i'm gonna sit in that corner and I'm going to drink Dude, There's my no weird... corners here, man. We just don't oh, have freaking corners. God. I... It's a round shell, Mendo. There's no corners on an <laughs> oval. Dude, not a corner in sight. I'm going to find a place. I'm going to stack two things perpendicular. Nope, not perpendicular. In an uh, angle. That's right. Yes. Angle. No, that's right. That's right. It is perpendicular? Yeah, that's yes. perpendicular. Yeah, perpendicular to one another. For those of you at home, Lex is making a perpendicular angle with his hand. <laughs> He's making a V. A corner, so I can sit in my corner and drink my fermented go- goat's milk. What? Are, what are you? What are you making the corner out of? Uh, let mm, what? What's around? <laughs> uh, fronds, lays, uh, sand, <laughs> fermented goat milk, goats. Yeah, and people. It, no fences. I'm assuming. Uh, nope. Books, stuff, hacky uh, sacks. Yes, hacky sacks. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of Birkenstocks. I'm assuming <laughs> just stacking them up. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, uh, every time you try, they collapse. <laughs> no corners, dude. I'm sorry. There's like there's one rule. <laughs> you see, that he points to a sign. <laughs> Number one, no corners. <laughs> um, Come on, Mendo. It's kind of like our only thing. Like I hate to be a friggin' stickler, dude. It honestly is a huge bummer for me to have to say this, but like no corners. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I mean, everyone has to have one thing. I think. By this point, I've taken off um all my armor, uh, and I'm riding my cow side saddle, and I go up to Sal, and I'm like, can I? Could I buy some sunleaf from you? Dude, you can just freaking have it, dude. What? It's I can fucking have f- fine. For yeah. f- are, you, are you sure? But Yeah, dude, just take the bag and he, he hands you a pound of sunleaf. <laughs> oh, oh, this is really throwing up all my concepts. Now, just like- freaking don't get caught with that in Babylix. It's like fucking five to ten. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> for a pound? Mandatory, then. Okay. okay um. You're right. It's Babylix we're talking about here. I mean, I've heard they're not great lately. Uh, 
Leaf Jam is also uh, wanting to soak up the sun, uh, and so <laughs> she she lifts up her shirt. Whoa, a lot of scars. Huh? <laughs> she ties it into like a little crop top, and you can see you can see that she has a tramp stamp of like the phases of the moon <laughs> on her lower back. <laughs> Dude, that gibbous is waxed. Oh man. <laughs> As far as tramp stamps go, that's a pretty good one. It's like a pretty decent little. I had to get far away from my mic that made me laugh it, so it's hard. It's very old, though. It's very faded and a little droopy in places. Oh, no. She got it when she was young. You want me to freaking touch that up? Hell yeah, bro. Let's do it. I'm a bit of an amateur tattoo artist, unbelievably. <laughs> oh, oh, very believably. Uh, you want one, dude? You know what? Yeah, let's let's go for it. You want one, dude? Mendo? No, I'm just. You're chilling? Yeah. Yeah. We should all get a matching one to commemorate I'm, this adventure together. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And so Celeste says, we should all get a matching one. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, let's do it. I feel like you were with us the whole time, Sal. Drink a weird, yeah, chunky, fermented goat's milk that tastes a little too much like grass. And I'm going to sit by whatever constitutes for a pool and pretend it's a corner. It's the lazy river, man. It's a definitely a circle. Ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It is definitely out of uh, Polly's comfort zone to get a tattoo, and he is feeling it right now. He wants a tattoo. Yeah, Mendo, you're uh, in a pretty holy place. Uh, give me a religion check really quick. Let's do it. Mendo or Polly? Sorry. Mendo. 18. Mendo, um, oh, no. do you feel this... Sunlight soaking in, kind of cleansing you. You know, you're getting a little less Sith, like a, a, a almost mm-hmm. a tan is, is mm. coming over you. Well, um, and then <laughs> a tan comes oh, over you. <laughs> a tan comes over you. You know, <laughs> when you're at peace, you get tan, and you almost want to put on one of these puka shell necklaces that's lying around. But just as that thought passes through your head, uh, you just get super nauseous. And your sulfur smell amps up to 10 and some uh, sunbathers near you, some half elves go ah, and move away and you f- just feel like shit again. You take another swig of goat's and milk. And just, yeah, get that chunky ass liquor ass licorice goat milk. Not li- Yep, it tastes like licorice and it's just the worst. Mendo, where's your, your sister? Who? Oh. Yeah, what's Rumi doing right now? Yeah, where's Rumi? Yeah, I want to ha- chill with her. Where is she? Oh, uh, she went into the the friggin' tree, I think. Into the tree. The tree. There's a tree. What kind of? Yeah, turtle? it's a huge palm tree right in the middle. The palm tree. You can't miss it. It's where all the fronds come from. It's this massive friggin' palm tree, it's like the Deku tree, but it's made of friggin' fronds. It has a mustache. Is what you're? Insane. Yeah, it's got a oh. it's got a goatee, but yeah, close enough. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Like a like a soul patch, right? Just has a soul. <laughs> yeah, it's got a soul patch. Yeah, it's the Deku tree with a soul I patch. I hate all of you. I hate all of you. I just want you to know. <laughs> and I want you to know. All right, man. I just want you. Was that Mendo? I want you to all know there are some worries, and I'm gonna head towards that palm tree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but do you, man? Uh, and you head towards the palm tree, and you make your way inside, and you you feel it's immediately it's this is a sauna inside. Uh, <laughs> Rumi's chilling. She's got uh, just her common clothes on, hanging out. You see that the top of the palm tree is actually like a crystal, essentially, that allows the sun to pour in. Please tell me it's and, a crystal coconut. Uh, evaporate the liquid pool. There's like ankle deep water that is pretty warm, but it's also steaming off, even though it's not burning you. And she's just chilling there. She seems to just be meditating or something. Fair enough. Not much else to this place. 
not not much else. It seems to be like a place of worship kind of thing. That's all right. You feel worse. You see Ivan's next to you in his leather jacket. He goes, hey, uh, would you mind unsummoning me? I feel horrible. I would rather be in hell. <laughs> That's fair. Me too. You want to come with? No, I'm good for now. But I'll unsummon him in the most painful way possible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we pause and save? Yeah. When I say dingle, you say dangle. Dingle. Dangle. And we're back. All right. Yeah, you guys are uh, going to be uh, traveling with this uh, this new turtleback convoy um, uh, for the remainder of your journey to the mountains, at least. Uh, if, if there's anything you'd like to do in the next few days, do let me know. Uh, I have one that I'm, uh, I'm I'm really, really digging deep into the sun leaf right now. <laughs> Typical church boy. I have a question. So there's a it's a lazy river, right? Yeah, it's like a lazy river. About how big would you say it is? Um, I said it's about a half a mile diameter, and so whatever the circumference of that circle is, so it's huge as hell. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, math is not our strong suit here on the Ding Dang Pod. Uh, so I just I, multiply by pi. Is that what you do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, pi r squared. Uh, at home, if you want to figure out how big the lazy river is. We'll give you nothing right now. And tweet at us and uh, hashtag... Hashtag the answer to that math question. Hashtag um, Rudy's circumference. <laughs> uh, so what I'm going to do is um, I'm basically floating in that river, real real zonked out the whole time. And then uh, one day I, uh, I'm floating. <laughs> For days. One, one, <laughs> I don't know how... I, I lost concept of time. I really don't know what's going on. I'm hitting it way harder than I should at this point. Hey, man, you maybe shouldn't have that much, dude. Uh, <laughs> He's like eating it by this point. just <laughs> stuck in his teeth. So I'm flowing down this lazy river, and I point out about 60 feet in front of me, and I cast Zone of Truth, and I float through it, and I'm looking at the sky, and I say, Who are you, Polly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll a charisma saving throw. Um, you see Sal is floating in a coconut, and he's with you when you go. He's like, that's freaking deep, dude. Wow. And you know I'm being honest about that because I'm in the zone too. Uh, <laughs> one second. I want to know if I passed. One second. One second. You're trying to lie to yourself. You can automatically fail if you want to. Uh, I pass that charisma saving throw and I say, whisper to myself, I'm a good boy. And I know that I lied. Oh. I get up out of the water and I walk down. I believe you, dude. I go back up and I, <laughs> I get out of the water. And I walk back up, I get back in the water, and I float down, back into the zone of truth, and I say, who are you, Polly? <laughs> I fail. <laughs> I just whisper, I don't know. But I keep floating. Uh, Leaf Jim is teaching uh, some of the sun druids how to make soft ca caramel candies out of the sun leaf. <laughs> it's a very sweet treat, uh, you know, it just helps... Uh, for those that don't like to inhale, uh, you know, you can just chew. Have, they been, have, you, have these been drug candies the whole time? <laughs> this is fucking revolutionary, dude. I know, I know. It's, it's just a little something I picked up back in my, my traveling days when I was much younger. Hell yeah. Praise us on Hail the Moon. Praise us on Hail the Moon. <laughs> righteous, righteous. Uh, Mendo, you're just avoiding... <laughs> Drinking, avoiding any of them as much as possible, and still <laughs> poorly connecting to my little sister. Uh, yeah, you see at one point Theo finds you and he's like, I absolutely hate this place. No structure, no rules. I just can't deal with it. 
Who's Theo? Theo Crawley. I'm an irradiant like Polly. Remember? Oh, Thelonious. you. Thelonious. Thelonious. Yeah. You found me Thelonious. in a in the fetal position. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. guy's a narc, man. I, by the way, uh, I wrote. Did I use that? And the, <laughs> Polly, what are you smoking? Uh, I pl- I looked to Sal and I said, did I use the word narc right? Yeah, dude, you're stellar at this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Theo, you're a narc. Uh, I, Leaf Jim has a guitar and she's she starts to sing a song about a narc. I once knew a narc. Who fell on a shark <laughs> and then climbed up the bark? Yeah, I try to get farther away. Tree. Uh, Sal takes another hit. He's like, "This is the best fucking song I've ever heard. <laughs> you need to record this. Do you want to record this?" Uh, yes. <laughs> we should start a band. <laughs> we should fucking start. I play the sitar. Oh, what? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. We should start a band. No, wait. No, we should start a band. I would like that, but I have some unfinished business. For sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Leaf Jim can't get caught up in like the, she really just wants to enjoy the rest of her life. Kind of, you know, sailing on a tortoise like that appeals to her. She's like, you know, she doesn't have that much time left. But at the same time, she she still has a purpose. So she can't lose sight of that. Come sail away. <laughs> Come, Come sail, sail away with me. <laughs> I want to stay here forever. <laughs> Theo grabs your joint and throws it in the lazy river. He goes, that is banned substances, Folly. We learned better. We have the rule book for this. Oh, here comes the book. Don't you know that the law... The here law... comes the book. That's right, Mendo. We have a book for this. I don't know what your weird devil religion does, but devils are lawful evil. So, you know, they also probably have books. Uh, I, yeah. rip a, I rip a page out I of the do. book and I roll another joint. <laughs> <laughs> Blasphemy! Polly, I am going to tell the highest religious authority in Babylon when we get there. Uh, this is the foreword. This isn't even part of the actual book. I was going to ask which chapter it was. It's, it's, it, the foreword is by Virgil Clearview himself. He doesn't even <laughs> talk to the Radiance. He just says that he does. Ooh. He fully turns around, shocked, and walks away. <laughs> well, that got real. People can be very touchy about these sort of things, Polly. Oh, I know. I know what I did. It's a... Dude, you gotta respect other people's faith, even if you don't, like, respect it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have to at least pretend. But also, honesty is the best policy, so, like, I don't know. Seems fine. Oh, Polly, are you in the zone of <laughs> Theo, truth? Theo's not doing it because he believes it. He's doing it because he wants to exert power over me. Are we in the zone of freaking truth right now? Because I'm feeling honest. <laughs> like, I ask me anything, I'll tell you. Ask me yeah. a question. Ask me anything. Okay, like... <laughs> What's like your biggest secret? Oh God, is this <laughs> happening? Are we doing this? this oh is... well, uh, you know, I think it might have been. You're not in the zone of truth. <laughs> uh, and like she realizes that that she's about to say something quite terrible that might make her boys feel differently about her, and she's she says, "Um, uh, I didn't wash my hands after. Uh, I'm." I'm going to go uh, wash my hands now. <laughs> Whoa. She stares at her hands. She's like, they're very dirty. I, I'm going to go wash my hands. He already forgot what question he asked you. <laughs> anyway, uh, a few more days of travel and you guys uh, hit these mountains. These They're less mountains and more mesas. These huge, flat-topped uh, rock structures, craggy sides that are almost vertical. Well, this is uh, about as far as we can take, y'all. Rudy doesn't really fit through these things. Uh that it's really weird there should be a pass right here but like a little valley pass but it's just friggin rocks 
Is it possible it's a mirage, or has the landscape changed? Uh, Rudy tr- charges forward and just hits his head on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rudy. No problem. Thanks for using your head. He puts away his broken wayfarers and pulls out another pair from inside his shell. <laughs> I like the idea that his pocket is like a full quarter of a mile away from... I, I actually, I have mending, so I'll, I'll fix his wayfares for him. Here you go, Rudy. Oculus Reparo. Much appreciated, bro. You're welcome. Well, if you can't use the pass, uh, I think you gotta use the caves. Oh. The caves? Uh, he points, and there's like this huge cave mouth entrance. A uh, hundred feet to the east. Are the are the caves a known thing? Do we know that we like? Would we have known that we need to go through the caves? Everybody, give me a, a history check. Two seventeen for me. Ha <laughs> ha one. Uh, you have a lucky. Yeah, window. you have re-roll. Uh, Fourteen. Oh, good call. Thank you. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Five for Mendo. Unless I'm seeing a camel, I got nothing. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. Paul, you definitely know. Leave Jim, you know from experience, Paul, you know from books, <laughs> yeah. uh, that the Valley Pass is the safe entrance to Babylex. It would have been the path that uh, Virgil Clearview took when he came to establish the first Church of Holy Radiance here. Uh, it also would have been the path that you took yourself, Leaf Jim, mm-hmm. into the into Haven Vale, the sort of county surrounding area of Babylex. But you don't see that entrance. You've heard tell of an alternate entrance that, you know, smugglers and people who don't want to be seen getting in and out of Haven Vale have used twisting caves that work their way th- through up and down and sideways and all around the mesas that surround Havenvale. Well, I I don't know that we can make these these townspeople go through the. You guys have like a thousand people with you. Yes, it, uh, I don't know if safety in numbers would work in this situation, or if even if all of us could fit. I I've never gone this way. There's something down there by the caves, and and you see that there's like this big gnomish construction mono wheel it's like a vehicle uh, with with a big cubic like hub in its center just like floating in the center uh and it's it's kind of leaned up against the wall and you see that there are a bunch of halflings gnomes humans uh, all kinds of people that seem to be milling about near the cave entrance why don't we go and ask those those people over there and see if they have just come through the cave maybe they can give us some insight Rudy lowers himself down. He brings his legs inside of the shell to get you guys as close to the ground as possible. Mm. And fronds start dropping for people to take and descend down into the sand. Uh, I would like to athletics down, please. Yes, absolutely. Go ahead and roll that. 16. Uh, you succeed, but you're like, you have to like, you can't like really flip your way down. You just kind of have to like slowly climb down the side and everyone else gets down there before you. Uh, Michaela Maroney <laughs> my way down. Okay. <laughs> You guys reach the bottom on on one of these fronds, and before long, you come upon the cave. You see... Uh, Before that, I want to say farewell, Sal. Goodbye, Rudy. Until next time. Oh, I think we'll chill here for a bit. If you guys don't come back, it was great seeing you. Come back Ah. literally any time. We got to get those tats done for sure. Oh, yes. I I forgot about that. We... Get jobs! I'm still thinking of what it could be. (laughs) We're not... We're definitely not going to get jobs, dude. Maybe stop... (laughs) Living your life the way you're living it, or keep doing it if you want. I'm pretty free and drunk, but I'm helping people, so. We're bad at insults. (laughs) Good one, Sal. Thanks. All right, let's go talk to these people. 
Yeah, it seems to be mostly families that you pass by as you get closer to the cave entrance. You could stop to talk to one of them, but you also see closest to the mono wheel is this uh, gnome with goggles over his eyes uh, with like a welding torch that's going, it's arcane welding torch. Rad. Blue flames coming out of it, and he's working on the mono wheel. It's massive. This thing is also huge enough to fit hundreds of people in it. Wow. Do any of the families look like they're like noble people or anything like that? Um, yeah, certainly. There are actually a number of noble families in like these nice big square tents. I'm going to go up to one of them and say, uh, say, hey, what's going on? What is this? Hi, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Polonius Radswell, the Radswells. Uh, how many more Radswells are there, Polly? Uh, anywhere between, um, the, the two dozen that I know and the potential of thousands, uh, scattered all around. Uh, that's fair. My bad. I've, I've had a lot of goat's milk. Don't ask me about lore this late, Lex. You see a, <laughs> a halfling in noble's robes. Uh, he's got like kind of, kind of gold lined cloak uh, going on. It's 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 all white linen because he's out in the desert <laughs> uh, and very finely maintained sideburns, like a nice fade on him into his haircut. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns to you and extends a hand. He goes, "An absolute pleasure, Fenris Fiddle Branch. <laughs> Fenris oh. Fiddle Branch. Pleasure to meet you." Of the fiddle branches, of the tarly fiddle branches. Yes, you came, you came to one of our uh, uh, one of our comings coming outs, uh, societal coming outs. Oh yes, I attend all sorts of uh, religious events all over the countryside. Um, what you see here, of course, young man, is the friendliest town of all, the town of Tarly. Oh, the entire town. What's left of it? Yes. Oh no. Oh dear. Unfortunately, our town was attacked by fire elemental cultists and burned to the ground. What? Uh, well, I've, I don't know what to say. I, I'm Leaf Jim Grins. I, I, I overhear this and I'm... Uh, oh! I, I'm from the town of High Harvest. Where you're the... the tinkerer from High Harvest. Yes! Oh. Yes, yes, I purchased a, a little gyroscope from you once. Oh, well, I, does it still work? It would if it were not burnt to a crisp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> How unfortunate. Uh-huh. Yes, my town of High Harvest was also burnt down by elemental fire elemental cultist. Well, it seems they worked their way north to Tartley as well. It's always the friendliest towns they go after, isn't it? It always is. Um, well, you're looking at the at the the town of Clayborough oh, yes. right now, which uh was it uh what did it? It was the Humane Com- Confederation. Yes. Problems all over the place. It's dark times, it seems. Uh, so you were just living outside this cave then? Yes, um, we were waiting for our tinkerer, Roland. Roland, would you um, would you come say hello? Just leave Jim know Roland. Uh, leave Jim, uh, you definitely know Roland. Oh god, I know Roland, oh god. <laughs> oh no. Uh, you know Roland's a little bit of a hot shot. Mm-hmm. He's an advanced tinkerer, he's an artificer. Oh. Uh, so he like is a, a craftsman of magical goods. And he ha- he built he's fa- he's famous for his big model wheel. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, a cu- uh, you couldn't miss it. It's the biggest vehicle in Proxima, probably. It's like I say to him, I say, uh, "Wow, this monorail is enormous." Mono wheels, young man. Oh, and he goes back to his work. I feel I feel so bad. I feel like uh, Roland and uh, Leaf Jim probably like competed with each other at a few like regional tinker <laughs> tinkering conventions and you know he would always win big time uh roland flips up his welding goggles there's like clear glass underneath mm-hmm. is that leaf jim grenzire i see 
Well, if it isn't Roland Piddleston. <laughs> it's me, Roland Piddleston. <laughs> Is this going to be a thing? Well, I see you still have your monowheel. It's, uh, you've made new additions to it, I see. You just can't stop, can you, Roland? Well, it had to support the whole town of Tarly crossing the desert. We didn't have turtles with us. Oh, well, you know. Uh, I am sorry about what happened at High Harvest. It's horrible. Oh, yes, and I'm sorry about Tarly. Uh, it's a damn shame. Luckily, I mean, not so, not luckily, but, you know, not unluckily, High Harvest got burnt first. So we saw the smoke, we made haste, and we were able to get most of the people out of there. Yes. Uh, uh, me and my husband were able to save a lot of the townsfolk and children, uh, got them to the, the caves and underground before the fire reached them. But uh, unfortunately, Figus didn't make it. Uh, I carry a, a little bit of him with me, though. I show him <laughs> the shield. Which part? Which With the stone calf. <laughs> <laughs> I always admired his calves, even if I didn't admire his work. That man had beautiful calves. <laughs> yes. Leaf Jim stares into the distance and smiles a little bit. <laughs> so does he. <laughs> 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 uh, he goes, yes. well, we can't exactly survive out here for long. These... Plenty of nobles, and unfortunately, they they don't have really any concept of salvaging resources. So I'm afraid we don't have long out here. When we approached in the monowheel, the valley the valley pass was open, and it closed shut before our very eyes. What? I was just getting ready to journey myself through the caves and hopefully find a way to open it up from the other side. Maybe talk to the Babalex. High authorities who may have closed it. The only ones capable would be the wizards of the Astral Hall. Mm. I was going to ask if you noticed if there were any mechanisms that perhaps shut it and knew how to open it. It was definitely arcane magic. Oh, okay, well. No, nothing for uh, us tinkerers then, hey? Oh. Nope, unless you have a big hammer. <laughs> I, I have a small one. <laughs> Me too. I have a few. He pulls out a <laughs> knife roll uh, with full of hammers. Well, you know, we have a lot of townspeople with us as well, and I just, I don't think it's safe that we all go through the cave. So I turned around to the boys. What do you think? Uh, why don't we all traverse through this these caves, take our, our finest and our bravest, and see if we can get this valley open? So, us three? Like, the three of us? Well... And Roland, were you going to go? I was definitely going to go. Anyone from Tarly that would... Tarly is full of soft-bellied losers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. And I mean, mm. we literally rescued the whole town. That may be Breva, but I don't think Breva came. She has her, she's doing her own thing, which is good because that'd be an awkward conversation. You guys haven't seen Breva in a while. I'm not good at breakups. <laughs> what happened, Mendo? But seriously, it's just let's, uh, the three of us should go through the caves. Yeah, I definitely think that uh, there's a uh, there's a lot of let's say softer nobles here. I don't know if we should take all of our strongest considering um, all the terrible, terrible things in the desert that we would be leaving them to. You're right. Well, we can leave the monks here to protect them, Mm -hmm. perhaps. uh... Well, if the monks could protect the Tarly folk as well, that would be fantastic. I would be able to... I mean, that's really the only reason I've been staying out here is that I'm the only one with any sense of survivability. I I feel you there, Roland. Wait, what's this? And and he he uh, he has a big um uh, messenger bag that's around his uh, his shoulder, but he he opens it and uh, Rumi spills out. She's trying to sneak <laughs> in, 
And he goes, I'm a gnome. I'm smaller than you. Why would you sneak into my bag? <laughs> Why? What? Goes, Let me come through the caves with you. What are you going to do in a cave? Sneak. She is good at sneaking. She just got found out in a bag. She found a camel, you know. <laughs> she, she winks at you. I, and I wink back. Uh, she pops a caramel in her mouth. Oh, no. What are those, sweetie? Oh, oh well. Uh, yeah, never mind. What? <laughs> this one tastes weird. <laughs> oh, no. Spit it out. Spit it out. Uh, why? What are you going to do? You need to. What? You want to leave me out in the desert? Yes. Protected by monks. They shave their heads. They're good with a blade. That's the important. I'll freaking shave my head if you want me to, dude. <laughs> That's not the point. And also creepy. And also just stay safe somewhere away from me. I'm not safe. Lots of people erupt into flames close to me. It seems like all your friends are fine. And it seems like you're fine. We're like smiling and waving from the side. Ha <laughs> And it seems like when you left Clayborough, I got kidnapped as Waldo got kidnapped and the town of Clayborough burned down. So it seems like maybe you're the actual safest person in the area. Um, is Babylax like very close to the end of the cave? Like, would we know that? If you get through, it'll be like less than half a day. Mendo, uh, think mm. about it this way. Um, we mm. go through the caves. Mm. And we get Rumi to someplace safe, and then we're really close to Babylex. If she stays here, let's say those gnolls come out and uh, and eat everybody, and we don't know for a couple days even. He's got a point. That would be awful. You guys watch her. I'm just saying, one thing I've noticed, we have a tendency to draw a lot of giant sandworms and dragon people and whatever the hell those weird blob people with the good liquor were. That sounds so freaking cool, dude. That's not the point! <laughs> the troglodytes? All of them tried to kill us. I cast Sanctuary on Rumi right there. Hmm, cool. I feel good. I say, uh, see? Nothing is even going to touch her now. Just stay near Polly. We can keep her safe. It's like a spectral hazmat suit appears around <laughs> her. <laughs> it's definitely yellow. Just stay near Polly. I can't, I, I can barely. Mendo, I will, I will make sure that whatever I can do to keep your sister safe, I will do. Thank you. And I will as well. She and I will stay in the middle of the group mm -hmm. while we're walking that way. Yeah, can you turn her into one of like a druid, like a peaceful druid that wanders somewhere else? I mean, that's a that's a life choice she has to make, and you know the steps that go into it. You could have left her with the sunleaf heads back there. I yeah. I tried. I, I give Rumi a pamphlet on how to become a druid. <laughs> yeah, pretty interesting. A lot of weird moon rituals. You don't have to get the tattoo, but it, it helps. I might get the tattoo. Hey, Sal, when I come back, I'm going to get a tattoo. Righteous. <laughs> matching. We'll all get matching tattoos. I'm <laughs> I, th I think about handing her a Radiance pamphlet, and then I decide not to. All right. Well, let's, I think we should head out. Uh, it's, I look up to the sky. How much daylight do we have left? Well, you guys were traveling in the early morning, but you were, uh, when you were able to travel around the clock on the back of Rudy. So it's uh, early evening at this point. Do we, should we take any sort of shorter, long rest? Right. I don't. I don't think you have used any resources. I'm feeling like a spring chicken. All right. We should tell the caravan what what the convoy our plan. What's happening? You're right. We shouldn't just disappear into the cave. They might follow us. See if we can find any red-robed monks that might want to come along, one or two. Yes, where's Sister Ember? A couple of <laughs> you find a couple Travises. There's <laughs> uh, a couple of Travises that might want to come along in case there's traps. Or... I, I think I'd like to find Sister Ember. She seems... Yeah, uh, <laughs> Sister Ember is bringing in people, uh, helping them 
off their fronds as they descend. Uh, Sister Ember, uh, that, you, that gnome over there is, uh, he's a pretty good tinker. I, I know him from some conventions and uh, some <laughs> expos back in our day. But not, that that's not what matters. What matters is uh, he was going to accompany the three of us into the cave. And we were going to try to see if we could perhaps get the, the wizards from Babalex to reopen the valley for safe passage for our peoples of uh, both Clayborough and Tarly. Uh, that sounds like an excellent plan. I don't think these people could make it through those caves. Yeah, so would you and the monks be able to defend them and the people of Tarly uh, for the next day or two? Maybe a couple days? Absolutely, yes. I appreciate it. Uh, is there anything uh, anything you know about these caves, perhaps? There's a reason that only the most desperate smugglers use them. Haven Vale is a haven for a reason. It's because unwanted forces can't get through a small team, you know, you wouldn't be picked off as easily without anyone noticing, but there will be dangers. Oh, good. We'll just be picked off difficultly. <laughs> yeah. Watch your backs. Put the people with dark vision in front. That's all of us. Great. <laughs> I, I I can't see in the daylight very well, but in the dark. Other than that, I don't know what's inside. I've only ever traveled through the pass. Yes, same. Thank you, darling. Uh, I give her a camera candy. Monks aren't supposed to have this, but and she puts it in her mouth really quick. Wait, this is medicated, isn't it? <laughs> uh, we got her. <laughs> Just relax. It's fine. You've you've had a rough couple of weeks. You you deserve to relax. She thinks for a second and then swallows it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah. Let's go into the caves. Let's do it. Uh, you guys gather your things. You meet up with Roland. What was his name, last name for the record? Piddlestain or some shit? Uh, <laughs> Piddleston. 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 Very, very close to Piddlestain. Yeah, it's very close. I mean, we don't, us halflings, our names aren't. Uh, anyway, Roland uh, finishes making uh, the Christian cross on himself. And oh my God. <laughs> you guys approach the cave with Roland. You're standing on the edge of darkness. It's early evening, but the sun is still beating down on you guys a little bit. But you guys are in the edge of a cold, cold darkness. And you hear coming from inside the cave. That's good. That's a normal. Love that. Love it. Oh. Was it nature? What's it, animal? Yeah. Does, does Leaf Jim recognize the, yeah, the creature that it came from? Yeah, I want to do that. Everybody can roll nature. Uh, I got a five, so I, d I just cower. It sounds scary. Fucking four. On the bright side, as a four, we know it's not a camel. Because I nat 20 that bullshit. <laughs> uh, it's a 15. Um, you don't know what it is, but you know it sounded scared. Oh, no. That's worse than finding out what it is. <laughs> oh. You all step into the mouth of the cave. The darkness swallows you. as We fade to black. And we'll join ourselves next week. What a spooky ending for such a bright <laughs> episode. Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting for Leaf Jim to like <laughs> show her hippie side. You can follow us at Ding Dang Pod on all social media. You can follow us. You can follow us into caves. You can follow us into caves. You can follow us anywhere you're willing to. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Please give us a five-star review on iTunes if you're using it. 
or if you're not, get on someone's iPhone. Steal an iPhone if you have to. Yeah. Leave that five-star review. Give us that word of mouth that matters more than anything else. Just tell all your nerd friends to listen. Yeah, you fucking nerds. Nerds. Come on, you nerds. I know you know more nerds. Well, not because Sam told you to, because she hates you. She hates every single one of you nerds. But I love your money. But I love you nerds. Don't do it for Sam. Do it for Sawyer. Yeah, do it for Sawyer. I want what's best for you, and what's best for you is to have something to talk about with your friends. Yeah. Why not us? Why not us? And why shouldn't it benefit us? <laughs> yeah, give us your money. Give us your give money. Us your money. We don't have any method for you to do that yet. Makes but you feel better. Hit me up on Instagram for my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at Sam Dash Grubs. Put money in an unmarked envelope and leave it at the bench at the corner of Cesar Chavez and St. Mary's. <laughs> uh, do that any time of day. He will be watching. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Okay, bye. bye.